Hi, this is Coach MJ back on the Real Mission I'm Possible show. Today, we have an author who has made an impact not just locally, but became an overnight sensation when her heart led her with a message. I'd like to bring on Liz Franklin. Liz, thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much for having me. So, Liz, tell us a little bit about this. Before we get into your international sensation story, which I think is marvelous, inspiring, and and our audience will certainly enjoy your touching story, how did you first get into being an author in the first place? Ah, that's a story in itself. When I was 28, I almost died. And I was a financial planner, um, very successful in life. It changed my life. And suddenly I began to live every day like it was my last And one of those things was taking that message of the importance of time and prioritizing your time and doing what you are meant to do here on this earth, out to the world. And that's where I began writing books and left financial planning and began to speak and write books. That's amazing. Uh, You said that there was a story in that story. Of course, when you had this near-death experience, could you just give us a little clue as to what that might have been? I I rolled over in the night one night. I had a um just an unusual incidents inside that caused all this. They did exploratory surgery to find out what was wrong. And after two weeks in ICU, on my absolute to the point that I was, um, they were gaining whether I was in a coma or not. You know that can you wiggle your fingers, move your eyes, move your toes, kind of place. You know there was just like this. One night I'm laying in the hospital bed and and it was just like this perfect peace just came over me. And it was like I had this experience um, had was sent back to for a purpose, you know. And so um, that's why I do what I do with such passion, because I understand the priority of time and what it is like at that point. And um, and I live like that every day. Wow. Wow. What a, what I, I was getting chills just listening to you there. That's very touching. And by the way, Liz, when you were telling your story and it is your story, uniquely yours, you were glowing. I could feel it. It was radiating. What, what a wonderful energy uh, you emit and share with our audience today. Those who can't see you, if they're just listening to the podcast, I just describe it a little bit more because you are glowing as a person. Tell us, uh, Liz, before your your epiphany, your crystallizing moment in your life, your your new North Star direction. Um, you were how did you get into financial planning? What were the early days of your life like? Where did you grow up? <laughs> Actually, that was another prioritizing time thing. Um, I was a general manager at a company, very very successful company, and I decided I, w- I had become a single mom, and I decided that if I was going to put that many hours. Into, into a business, I was going to make it my own. So took this complete change in life, went into financial planning and um, was able to manage my time and my business for myself. And so that was the beginning of my financial planning career. Wow. So you were one of the first remote workers probably then um, doing that and had to have a flexible schedule because you're you were a single mom. Uh, and a shout out to all the single moms out there um, who are heroes to this world because 
you did not abandon your child. You stood fast and, and you, you gave everything you could, you know, my mom, we owe her everything. Uh, I'm the eldest of eight, uh, boys in oh, the wow. family <laughs> and my mom's 88 years old. And to this day, um, you know, every Sunday I have the pleasure and privilege of sitting with her, listening to her stories and, and watching her glow like yourself and smile. It's just wonderful. <laughs> See, I'm sure, uh, I'm sure all the people out there can appreciate you now. Tell us a little bit about now lately what's happened. Uh, what, what was the pivoting, the last pivoting point <laughs> the last uh, one. <laughs> because our team, our team researched, you know, this is the real mission on impossible show. And there was something about your story that said, Hey, wait a minute. Uh, you need to talk to Liz. She's the real deal. <laughs> Give us a clue. Okay. Um, I was working in, well, I, first of all, I, I um, was working in, time that was my thing then I was everything was about time and so I was doing time workshops I write books on time and success for students and worked a lot in the homeschool market and um just teaching in more of a local community and I got on LinkedIn and all of a sudden um I began to write some encouragement on there and people loved it and I realized my message wasn't just for young people but it was for other people too and COVID hit and I ran into a scientist who had created something um, that could help virologists. And so he connected, he was looking for people to help get his name out there and connect to people. And I'm like, oh, I'll help you because that's just what I do. I always help everybody. <laughs> so um, he was from Italy and it was already going on in Italy, but it hadn't even hit America yet. And so I'm like, what can I do? keep my country from being like what's going on in your country and he said tell them now to get started and doing the right things because it will come and so I thought oh I'm gonna write a news article you know <laughs> and just put it in the newspaper and then I had went back to my heart but my heart is children and young people and so I decided to empower my I knew the children were afraid adults were afraid and it just rose up in my heart that these kids needed something to empower them and to make them not afraid of this thing called COVID. And so I wrote this little book and it was like a superhero book. And I asked him if I could use one of his images because he has these, he has a, he has a science beyond anything that is known right now in science. And he, he could produce images of the virus and I actually used one in my book. And so I asked his permission. He's like, I want to write some too. I'm in it. And I can tell people what it's like. So he took this children's book and he wrote a little bit. His daughter got involved. His wife got involved. My daughter got involved. In five days, we produced a book and it was out. And I decided it's going out free to the world. And so I put this out free to the world. It got all over LinkedIn. People began flooding in, wanting to translate it into their languages. I had 37 translators show up just out of nowhere. And say, can I put this in our book? And they marketed it in their countries. I be, I was, I went from a nobody that no one knew to everyone knew in just, just one, one moment of saying, I'm going to follow my heart. I'm going to help these kids, and I'm going to be make that difference. And it just happened. And so, after that book, I wrote nine more for the different stages of COVID. Oh, and by the way, after that. Book that I had remarried and been married for 22 years. 
and my husband died two months into COVID. And so I've already started this thing and I just jumped into it and kept going in spite of that and worked through it all and wrote nine more COVID books because different things happened at different times that they needed a different kind of message. And so that was the COVID era that just kind of exploded everything. And then the war broke out in Ukraine and my heart again just broke out. So we're going to take a break. We're <laughs> going to take a break before we go into that because I need to take a breath on what you just told us. You, you, you are incredible. So you wrote this first book in COVID. You had this scientist who had advanced information before anybody knew it. Somehow or another, you got inspired. Your heart told you it's time for you to write a book. You thought for yourself, this has got to be information for everybody. So you didn't want to charge for anything and you didn't. And people began to ask you if they could translate the book in their language and it became, and do you have any idea how many copies were published? Was it, was it a thousand? Was it 10,000? Was it? Oh, I, I really don't know. It yeah, was all know viral. Track, right. It was viral. We literally put an ebook yeah. out free yeah. on the, on my websites and people just took it and did whatever they wanted with it. Yes, yes, and yes. all these translations, 37 volunteered, 25 actually came through and did the translation. But with within, I think it was about three weeks. It was in 70 countries. Yes. Yeah, so and I was in newspapers. I don't know a single it, author that's done anything like that. It was crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's. But the, the point is. You know, you don't have to be something special. You are special if you will just follow your heart. So many people would get that same little prompting about, well, kids are hurting. Kids don't understand the news. They're scared. And they just discount it. I took the little gift I had, put it out there, gave it away, and it changed the world. Could you tell us how you featured, because, you know, that's a heck of a message, uh, Liz. Um, and you mentioned kids now, and then in your telling of the story, you mentioned a superhero. So did you have like, uh, illustrations in the book? Could you tell us, just give us a glimpse. Oh, yes. We don't want you to like yes. reveal anything because we're all going to oh. be dying and I'll be putting the links in, in the show, but go to my website and download it free. It's still just, there just for our <laughs> listeners who can't see anything. Could you just kind of give us an idea? Right, right. Well, actually. Um, the Italian scientist's daughter was also an, an artist. She was a high school artist. There you go. He comes back and says, I said, I said, well, she, could she write a little bit from a teenager's perspective? Because teenagers and youth is what, right. you know, I have, it's important to me. Lo and behold, within a couple of days, here comes all the illustrations for the whole book. I had to revise the book a little bit around what she drew because she drew it before she saw the book. <laughs> it was just I'm telling you it was just one of those moments this is the universe conspiring while you're in flow giving of the heart uh, with a pure intention and a well intended and much needed message to the world amazing amazing and then of course from that experience you you then somehow went well you know what maybe I'm not 
just an author. Maybe I'm a messenger. And so the next moment in your life that you're going to share with us happened about the war, you'd said, right? Right, right. Um, when the war in Ukraine broke out, yes, I began to see because I have such an audience on LinkedIn, because I write every day as a goodwill thing to the community on LinkedIn. It's encouragement. It's all I do is just pour out to them. And um, the war in Ukraine broke out. And I had I had grandmothers whose daughters and children were evacuating um, Ukraine. And I saw I had I have contacts right in the city saying, Liz, pray for me. I'm in the middle. I can't get out. And so I'm seeing what's going on. And I'm like, oh, and I thought about what I used to do as a child when my children were children um, and things were hard for them. And no matter what we went through, because believe me, I've been through a lot in life and they have too. And I'd always be my, my goal, my way of looking at things is it's going to be okay. You know, maybe this is going on, but it's going to turn out okay. And I believed that. And that was the message that I thought these children needed to know and these moms needed to know that in the midst of it all, somehow, somehow, it was going to be okay. So again, I wrote a little book in a day, illustrated it, sent it out. Again, the translators show up, um, send it in to people in Ukraine who gets or and around that area, especially where the refugee centers were. They took it into the refugee centers to the children and I had so many messages from mothers and they were just like, this really helped me. Every time I read the book after I wrote it, I just began to cry because there was something about it that was just, it just gave you hope. And I know things aren't finished yet, but I followed some of their stories and I know it, it's going to be okay no matter what happens to them because they're going forward. And, it doesn't matter whether it's a war or divorce or a death or anything else. Whatever you go through in life, it's going to be okay. Yes, and you know what a what a powerful share, Liz. And and let's let's please not minimize the 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 text of what how you've just captured that it's going to be okay, no matter what you're going through. And if you're listening to the podcast, what Liz is saying. And when she says it very eloquently is it doesn't have to be a war. You could be going through your own personal battles, your own personal loss, your own personal impossible situations where you just cannot see how you could possibly get out of it. And please, I want you to remember the words of Liz Franklin today that just says in a whispering, calm, loving way, it's going to be okay. Amazing. Thank you. And after that, we had one more little thing happen because a grandmother's told me what was going on with the children. And I said, the grandmother's in said, Ukraine. What's grandmother's? Own? No, a grandmother who had a daughter and children in a okay. refugee center. Okay. Okay. And I understand exactly where the children were and they needed something to pull them out of the trauma. And I talked to someone, a friend who actually is in counseling, child counseling, and I said, what can I do? And she said, help them remember pleasant times. And so I said, after thinking, okay, I'm going to write a book. And I kept saying, I'm going to write a book. And then an idea came to me and I thought, who better to 
help a child remember happy child times than other children. And so I sent out a request to children of the world, draw a picture of what it means to be happy, help these kids remember what it was like when they played, you know, what do you enjoy doing? What makes you happy? What would make them happy? And children all over the world drew art, sent it in. I composed that art and put it in a book and again, sent it to the children. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. What a gift you are. And you've done this on your own. There's not a team of people. There's not a university <laughs> come to you and said, please, uh, can we help? You're just one person, which means, ladies and gentlemen, the boys and girls, wherever you are listening, it doesn't matter. Whatever your problem is, there's somebody out there that could be having even a bigger problem. And your good intentions can really make a difference. You know, one of the, one of the, the biggest uh, uh, or the most vibrant quotes that I've lived by in my Mission I'm Possible journey has been told to me by Brian Tracy, who says, if it's to be, it's up to me. And so, Liz, you are definitely yes. one of those people who says, you know, it's going to be okay and I'll make it okay. Let's go ahead and get busy helping others. And through service, your service, you make a heck of an impact and help children around the world find hope when there was no hope in sight. Thank you, thank you, thank you. This book took children to a different level, though. And this was the beautiful, it, 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 it's like I'm evolving over time. And suddenly it wasn't about me doing something to make a difference. All of a sudden, I'm bringing this little army of superheroes around me. And little kids in Haiti, where I don't know if you know, world situations there, but there's tremendous violence and, and cholera broke out during that time. And they did their pictures and they were so proud of themselves. They came and held them up to the camera and said, look at this, Mama Liz, look what I did. A little um, daycare, I mean, the kindergarten in Peru. And you know, right now Peru is in tremendous mess and violence and things. These little children did, and they were so proud that they can make a difference. And so as I'm evolving, it's like I'm pulling children in to elevate them up to say, look, it doesn't matter where you are, how little you have or anything else, you can do something to reach out and make a difference in this world. And that's really the message I take have taken for years and years and years when I talk to children and young people. It's like, you don't have to grow up to make a difference. You can do it right now. And I've seen children right books. I've seen children um, work toward and compete for the Olympics. I've seen children decide they're going to make a difference as a child, not someday when they grow up. And they take their gifts and do with it what they've got, and they change the world. Wow. And you're changing minds. You're mending hearts. You're influencing the goodwill and reigniting the spirit of hope in children and in adults in the places that you think about and in the causes that you care about. Would you, uh, do you, have you ever worked with a, with an NGO, with a children's charity before? No. Okay. No, I, just, <laughs> I just, I was, I was inspired. I just love kids. I was inspired to talk <laughs> to you about this because coach MJ was one of the founders of, and still is a, uh, 
a children's NGO. We started it in Beirut, Lebanon uh, 22 years ago, and it's all about helping kids who are less fortunate, who need help, medical supplies, education, all those kinds of things. And I'll tell you, some of the, the things that I was listening to you talk about, I can sure see some alignment in a future project coming up. So we'd like to talk to you off, offset about uh, doing a coloring book or something, which we've done in the past, but not one that's been scribed by Liz Frank. <laughs> Someday I do plan to have a, a nonprofit. Um, I have tremendous ideas to change the ch change for not only children, because it's children and teenagers and college students, young people, that whole generation, you know, that's my love. And I'm going to step into something that's not time yet. So I'm just, this is what I, this, I've just been doing this just out of goodwill, but I do think there's more that I need to do. I'm just not there yet, but that's, that's amazing. And, you know, we'll talk about maybe doing something to help those children. Yeah, yeah for sure. And, you know, everyone, everybody has their own path and, and please believe me, I, I said that out of pure respect and just to honor oh, no, uh, no. Your, your gift, right? Uh, before we uh, go, I know for sure that our audience is going to be asking how to reach out to you and, and how could anyone get in touch with you in the future? Uh, because some, some kids don't have a LinkedIn account. Um, That's true. <laughs> so, so how would they do that? Is there a website or something that maybe we could just do a shout out for? Yes. My website is mamalizfranklin.com. And Mama if you Liz look for me Franklin. on LinkedIn, parents. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Pretty simple. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Mama Liz Franklin. And if you look for me on LinkedIn, just do a hashtag Mama Liz. And, you know, parents can come or grownups can come and teenagers and college students can come and get encouragement every single day because I'm just constantly, constantly pouring in to the world. And that's just who I am and what I do. And I love it. <laughs> I want to give you a hug from everybody in our audience. Thank you so much back. for coming on and giving us this big bucket of cheer, good hope. And gosh, you're, you're such a great inspiration to me and I'm sure to everyone else. You've got my follow, definitely for sure. And, you know, folks, I found somebody here today has who has turned the really the impossible into possible, and she's made it because she she adopted the I'm possible, and she asked you to do it too. She said, "What was your advice, Liz? Can you say it one more time? Whatever happens, what's gonna what are you gonna say? It's gonna be okay. It's gonna You're, be okay. You heard it. First. You can do anything, anything you think you can do. Follow." Your heart. Don't let those little inklings of your heart go to waste because they're powerful. They'll change your life and they'll make you from impossible to possible every single time. God bless. Thank you so much, you Liz. Liz Franklin, Mama Liz Franklin with a hashtag. Everybody get behind this and follow Liz. Thank you so much from Mission I'm Possible today.